This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the August 13, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Yeah, I know it's Saturday. Figured I should do one today to get a third one out this week. Between vacation and being sick, I got behind. Thank you to that listener from Portugal. Quick hitters. New York City is considering imposing a $23 per day charge for having a car in the city. Democratic mayors are complaining about Governor Abbott of Texas busing illegal immigrants to their cities. Abbott says take it up with Biden. He's letting them into the United States. I link to a scary article on what will happen to the people of Taiwan if they are reunited with China. Re-education. I still don't have enough detail on the Trump raid, but the release of the search warrants suggest agents were looking for classified documents and possibly documents related to nuclear weapons. That is some serious crap. Trump says the feds could have had this stuff months ago if they just asked. Me, I don't know. But I have read that per executive orders issued by Bush and then Obama, that the very act of a president taking the documents to his private residence declassifies the document, at least as far as the president is concerned. That was so they could work from home. The CDC has reduced quarantine requirements if you're exposed to someone with COVID and reduced the recommended quarantine period for an infected person who is asymptomatic. Moving on. I think what pisses me off about the FBI Trump raid on Trump is that I want Trump to go away. Now we are talking about Trump. Maybe this will be a true gotcha and he will be rightfully charged and convicted. Or it might be a few documents that it sounds like Trump folks were talking to the National Archives about and none of this was needed. And those on the right will point out Obama has a bunch of records that he says he is digitizing but seems to just be stalling. Andrew McCarthy in the linked article discusses rising murder rates in the United States. McCarthy reviews a book by Rafael Mangual titled Criminal Injustice, What the Push for Decarceration and Depolicing Gets Wrong and Who It Hurts Most. The U.S. murder rate is five murders per 100,000, which is higher than Europe where it is about one. The murder rate in New York City had fallen to 3.31, which was a historic low. Now the murder rate is rising due to left-leaning policies as a result of a media-driven narrative that the police were, quote, hunting down, end quote, black men. Quoting McCarthy, quote, As Manguel shows, this narrative is fiction. The number of police killings by police is vanishingly small, and they are overwhelmingly justified, end quote. Chicago has a murder rate of 18.2. Wow, that sounds high. But the murders are not evenly distributed. Per McCarthy, quote, 10 identifiable communities with just 423,000 residents accounted for over half the murders in 2019, a staggering rate of 61.7 murders per 100,000. By contrast, 28 Chicago communities saw either one murder or none that year, end quote. McCarthy tosses around statistics that, if correct, destroys the argument that our prisons are filled with folks who committed minor drug possessions. Quote, violent crime, murder, rape, robbery, and assault is responsible for most state prison sentences. 88% of prisoners are incarcerated in the state systems, end quote. 
I said I was sick, but still I find, found time to golf yesterday. One has to have priorities. I got to thinking about my golf game and a bit about life, because golf is a metaphor for life. Golf is my one main hobby, but for much of my life I haven't played much. Kids, work, not having regular golf partners, and I just did not play much. I went to the driving range and practiced more than most folks, but played little. Parts of my game would be good, but not the whole package. Life can be like that. Lately, I've started playing every week. I'm good. High 80s. I feel like I am a whisper from consistently being high 70s, but I cannot get there. A friend mentioned yesterday that his wife only plays, never practices. It dawned on me that since I started playing every week, I have not been to the driving range. Some parts of my game are better, but others have faded. I feel I am close to getting the right swing. This really is the reason for today's missive. Here is what I am focusing on. Back, low and slow. Keep my left arm straight. Full turn, but not overturn. Pause at the top. That last part for me is key. Maybe it is to let the fat stop jiggling, but I think by pausing, it lets my lower body get a bit of a head start and my arms drop into that inside slot. Yeah, I know most of you don't play golf, and even if you do, you may not care about my golf thoughts. But here is the thing. Those few thoughts, I think, are the key to an effective golf swing for me. Those few thoughts that I need to do every time. How hard is that? Evidently quite hard, because keeping the left arm straight and pausing at the top are mistakes I keep making. Maybe more time at the driving range will help. I'm not saying the above will make me a great golfer, but I think a bit of practice and consistently doing the above will make me a very good golfer. Isn't life like that? I used to threaten to write a business book called Mediocrity Kicks Ass. What I describe for my golf swing is really mediocre things. In business or life, mediocre might be showing up on time. Try. Be nice. Be a bit proactive. If you do all of those mediocre things and a bit more, you will likely be very good. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.